You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's July 6, 2023, and you're listening to episode 342 of the PHP Ugly Podcast. We are the only podcast that streams video weekly, Thursday night at 9 o'clock, that focuses on the PHP programming language as well as the PHP community. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. As I said, we talk about PHP a lot, and then other things. We're all professional developers. We have businesses that depend on PHP. We have businesses that help define PHP and so much more. So welcome and enjoy. If you are watching the live version of the stream, which again happens every Thursday night at nine o'clock, you can participate in that stream by joining us in our Discord channel at discord.phpugly.com. This podcast is made just a little bit better thanks to the support of a few of our sponsors, HoneyBadger.io and JetBrains PHP Storm, as well as our supporters on Patreon. And we're going to circle back around and talk about all of those people a little later in the show. But for now, I am your host, Eric Van Johnson. And with me tonight, the coder from outside of Boulder, Tom Wrightup. Hello. Hey, Tom. I'm glad to be here. You know, we're actually not sure exactly what John is up to right now, so he could be running a podcast centered around PHP exactly this Thursday night at the same time we're recording. Yeah, but he doesn't have he doesn't have the endurance to do it every Thursday night for five years. Straight like we we have. Yes, no John again today. Listen, I, I gotta be honest with you guys. I, I can't I can't live the lie anymore. <laughs> I can't. John and Tom don't like each other. I've been trying to get them in group counseling, trying to get them back on the show together. It's challenging. It's challenging, but I think we're making progress. It's yeah, it's a it's a, a Mythbusters situation. Oh man. How you doing, Tom? Mm. Oh, sorry. I, I, I got I you am. in the middle of a swig there. I am exhausted. It has been a long, short week. <laughs> a long, short. Yeah. Do, uh, do, we got a, we got an extra day this week uh, here in the U.S. Uh, we have our 4th of July, the, the, the birthday of our country, which turned 2023 this year. No, that, nope. that's probably, that's nope, probably that's not, right. not correct. That, my math might be off a little bit. <laughs> um. Yes, actually, I had a Monday and Tuesday off and uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. But coming back to work after four-day weekend is always a little rough. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, I used to love those four-day weekends, man. I uh, That's one of the things when you, when you kind of start running your own company, you kind of lose all vacation days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're lucky if you get uh, weekends, really, to be honest with you. But. Except yeah, for John, John somehow, somehow. Well, uh, yeah, appar- apparently John hasn't been back to work yeah. in like two weeks now. So I haven't spoke. I, I think I've, I've shared all of like two sentences with the guy over the last two weeks. 
Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, see if he comes back. I'm not even sure what he's doing tonight. Um, he just messaged in Slack that uh, he didn't think he was going to be able to make it, and uh, kind of left at that. That I didn't want to bother him too much. Yeah, you can't can only push a man so far. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, see now that's just some bullshit right there. Okay, all right. So if you're I, I understand our audio podcasters aren't going to appreciate this, but John Congdon just posted a picture of him sitting in his backyard by a, a fire pit. That is just, that's just bullshit right there. 100%. All right. All right. I see how it is. Oh, man. Yeah, is. Maybe he was, maybe he was just telling us, Tom, the show was already fire. I hate that saying. I, I feel bad. I, I, I have less respect for myself for even saying it. Yeah, he's apologizing that he, he's got friends in town and can't make the podcast. But yeah, I was going to say that story breaks down real quick when you start asking, who are these friends you speak of? <laughs> I'm here. I can't be there. I say, we're both here. Hello. Yeah. I think John's considered me a friend for years. <laughs> we've got some, right. uh, we've got some spicy PHP going on this week. Oh, what am, what am I missing? Are, are we gonna? Are, we're not gonna talk about our work week. Are we just gonna? Well, yeah, we, we can start there, but I mean, it's gonna be tiny, tiny little story. Ah, uh, wait, what am I missing? You're uh, you're it? missing the big article, the big story. Okay, all right. And now I want to know what 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 am I missing? What's the story? WordPress. Oh God damn it! Really? You built up for that? Damn you! This is a big story. Okay. I actually have it in my uh, my Trello. Do you have it in your Trello? Yeah. You do. We have the same link. Boop, boop. I'll move that over because I want to see if my uh, if my new job is working where it will post automatically. All right. Go ahead. Let's talk about uh, WordPress. Why? Oh, look at that. Show links are working, baby. WordPress oh, I need to, we got all this going. I need to get... Uh, wait. Wait. Don't, don't talk much right now. Uh, dude... <laughs> What is your what is your view on Restream? Can you see the new UI? I wouldn't know what that looks like. All the buttons are in different places. It's driving me crazy. I don't know. I don't know this, what I'm doing anymore. This looks the same to me. Does it? Okay. Well, all you uh, posters in Discord, I apologize for getting Discord up a little late here, but uh, your your chats will be coming in here shortly. Okay. I'm sorry. Let Let's talk. Uh, let's. Bus, uh, let's talk. Uh, oh, look at that—the beautiful wife. Oh, wait, I have a kid on on a train. Are they? They're in here. Dis- NorCal kid, are you on a train? So my NorCal kid is coming down, and they are taking the train from Northern California down looks to Southern like, looks California. Looks like a bus. Are they on a bus now? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a bus, so it's weird. Everybody thinks that there's a train that goes from. Southern California, well, it does from LA, I guess, but from they're they're going down to San Diego. Everybody thinks there's a train that goes from San Diego to San Francisco, and there isn't, technically. What you do is you end up taking a train up to LA, getting on a bus in LA, going to another train station outside of LA, and then taking the train the rest of the way up That's to LA. Annoying. So but they shouldn't already be in LA. I mean I don't know. Uh, maybe they're on the bus. See, I can't. I can't read Discord and talk to you guys at the same time. I'm horrible at it. 
but he might they might be on, on the bus going to the train station i assume oh there there we go uh bus and uh, oh okay well they explained it in discord you guys can look at it <laughs> all right wordpress tom what is going on with in the lovely land of cmss the the beautiful lovely land of of wordpress is dropping support for php5 which is weird that that's news <laughs> but <laughs> yeah uh the new minimum supported version will be 7 which is already out of support but hey you know yeah. it's 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 forward movement i guess so yeah i guess uh, august 8th is this is this is happening the new wordpress 6.3 is dropping and uh look at that look at their wonderful usage of minor and major revision numbers in their semver 6.3 don't need to go crazy and call it seven just because of what deprecation i have not been in the wordpress ecosystem i well i never really was but as all PHP developers, you brush up against it from time to time. So I, the last I had, I thought I had heard something about WordPress moving away from PHP being the front end and the PHP was only going to be like a back end engine. And they were replacing all the front end with JavaScript library, like uh, a JavaScript framework, or I forget exactly. It's JavaScript basically. And I don't think that's ever happened, but maybe it did. I just never don't really pay attention. No opinion. No, I, I just I, I'm not a I'm not a WordPress guy, but WordPress is is well known in our community for dragging the version numbers down globally, and uh, it's it's going to be nice to have this updated. Yeah, I I just I don't know. I wonder. Hey, why seven? Why not just make it eight? You know, kind of stay current with, get back on track with what versions yeah. of PHP are supported. So their their usage stats say that four percent of WordPress sites were on five point six. Oh, really? Is that what? Oh, is that what that is at the bottom? Oh, let me let me yeah. uh, let me share and this. And fifty one percent are on seven point four. But, so what is they? They just they they figured. Well, you know, enough enough people have uh, moved off of it. I guess we can stop uh, saying we support it. Yeah, uh, man. could have said that ten years ago, probably. All right. So this this is the chart you're looking at. Uh, I mean, they have a they have a fairly significant eight or higher representation on here, but I guess it's still not enough. I mean, it's not. The fifty-one percent of that are on seven point four. Hmm. I don't know. I just I think it's silly that they just didn't raise the bar just a little higher. Just why just the slightest bit higher? And it's not even like they're raising the bar. It's you know, hey, it's we're just kind of staying current at this point. Oh. Well, it's I mean, it's the WordPress version of current. This is true. Very true. Oh boy. Okay. I thought I thought that was the big news, man. You had me all worked up like I had missed something. I dropped everything. We shifted up this whole show for that. What's wrong with you? You're out you're out of practice, man. I saw that and thought that was crazy news. I thought that was headline worthy. Okay. Uh, what do you right. have? 
What do I have? Yeah, what do you got? Well, I got a lot to talk about, but I was going to talk about our weeks, our work weeks at first, but sure. Uh, okay. How about that's about you? <laughs> wow, this is just, this is not going well. Maybe I, maybe I haven't started the live stream yet. Maybe we have a do-over. Hold on one second. You know what I realized? I don't know when we started doing it, but the whole stream starting soon thing mm-hmm. and then dropping into the stream like we don't have to do that for the live stream. No. I mean it's fine, but before we used to just be on and start talking and then say okay, are we ready to go and then start the stream, you know, start the where uh, we'd make the right. audio podcast cut, right? Because like the audio podcast, they still don't get Harry Mack at the beginning of the show. They get the old opening where the lady's saying, you're listening to the PHPLE podcast. And and so it's like, whenever we screw up, like I screwed up starting this show today, they, they'll they never, never hear that. Get it to air anyways. They will never even know about it unless they're listening to the actual podcast now. But I'll cut this. No. So I, I don't know when we stopped doing that. I mean, I do like our starting soon kind of lead up. I mean, that's always kind of fun, but... I don't like that it said that compiling. You know, oh, that's true. That That's a bad... Uh, yeah, that's bad for... That's a uh, naughty word for language. PHP. Yeah, that's true. I should take that out. I can take that out. I'll take that out for you. I can do that. Good call. Good call on that. Anyways, just my, just my two cents. I mean, we hang out for... Dude, we were... Our podcast ran so long last week. I yeah. mean, I think it, it went a solid hour 20 hour 30 minutes of the audio version yeah and that's like like i was going to say the audio version doesn't get any of the after party stuff the the php ugly after dark stuff eh, something to think about i don't know you you guys in discord you tell us you would you do you like just like having the starting soon stuff so everybody can kind of get on or if you saw us talking when you joined would you be thinking Oh crap! I missed the beginning of the show. You let us know. We'll uh, take it under advisement. All right, my work week. I actually had somewhat of a very fulfilling work week. Really? As a matter of fact, let me bring this up so I can share it with everybody. Oh, I should have done this before the show started, but I didn't. You know why? Be prepared. Uh, yes, I got this little doohickey. Completed finally, but well, not completed. All right, so this is going to lead into a whole lot of talking from me. Are you sure there's nothing you want to share, Tom? Because I'm about to go through <laughs> down some rabbit holes here. Go for it, far away. All right, so phptech.tv. If you were at PHP Tech, the conference this year in Chicago, you have access to all the talks. Uh, matter of fact, I should log in so everybody can see how you log in. Also, if you bought a virtual pass, you have access to all the talks. Well, I say all the talks loosely. We still have about a half a dozen or so we need to finish editing. Um, and then you will have access to all the talks. So let me go ahead and show you what that looks like. First thing, magic link, which go away. There we go. Yeah, I got to wait for that to open up. And magic link. Wait, magic link isn't working. Oh god, not live. No, I'm just kidding. It's as we come. Don't worry. Don't I'm, you I'm worry, my scared. friend. <laughs> All 
All right, so now you have the library here, and you click over here, and you go to PHP Tech 2023. The idea is eventually we're going to have other conferences, other things possibly here. Um, you click on that, and there you go. You have all your talks, which has been fun for me because all even though I ran the conference, even though I edited a lot of the talks, I have yet to actually see a talk from beginning to end. And so I spent a, a good portion of the week actually just watching talks I missed. Uh, these have been great. This talk was actually really good. Data privacy and software. This uh, Jana uh, works at uh, Microsoft. And uh, oh, Kill. 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 Oh, gotta love that, right? Kill. All right, let's get forward for developers that work for enterprises. So, so this was an example where I wish we had the opportunity to do it over because their room for this talk was packed. I yes. mean, absolutely packed. I oh, did you attend this? I was at that one and yeah. uh, standing room only. Yeah, it was packed. So this was a really, I got a lot of good feedback from this one. And I, I actually haven't even seen this one. I, I've seen Ben. I've seen. Oh man, I'm gonna tell you. Oh, oh yeah, I, I got so many things I want to talk about. Um, Get it off I'm your sure, chest, huh? Get it off your chest. Okay, so I, I have been making an, a a focus effort on using PHP Storm. Um, in all honesty, part of it's because their sponsor they sponsored PHP Tech. Uh, I've I have never stopped using PHP Storm. I've always kind of used it, especially if I was going deep into PHP code, especially PHP code I didn't need or didn't didn't need, didn't know. Didn't write, yeah. <laughs> didn't know. Uh, so I've always had PHP Storm available to me. I've been paying for it for, for years. Um, but I also did a lot of work with just straight Vim, T-Mux and Vim. Like I've, I've really started to dial in my tmux them workflow thanks to like a lot of these uh people in the community i've been following uh but i i started to abandon that a few months back because i really wanted to kind of give php storm a lot of a focus and really wanted to dial in my them configuration for php storm been really happy with it um but i watched uh uh gunnard's talk on Neo Vim and Tmux and their workflow. And I'm just like, oh man, I should just go back to that. I'm not going to. Not 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 exclusively, but there's just so many, there were so many good talks at tech. I, I was really excited. Okay. So the reason I bring this up, so this is available now. Uh we still I need to send out an email to everyone. As a matter of fact, I was hoping uh, John was going to be on tonight because I, would, I was going to make the suggestion that we should send out a email blast tomorrow on this. Uh, now I'll have to just figure that out myself, which is not that terrifying, but uh, I can definitely do it. Oh, and we got new, uh, got new branding for PHP Tech TV since it's kind of becoming more of a Official, official thing. I just realized I wasn't sharing my screen anymore. I apologize for that. So, how, what do you think of the new logo right there? I like that? Yeah, yeah, that's great. Right? Looks good. I even like the little fave icon it creates. It it 
it's a nice little, uh, nice look there. I like it a lot. Hope, uh, I appreciate everybody's feedback. Uh, don't go watch the videos now. You're watching the live stream now, but you know, feel free to jump over there right after the show and let me know. Are you selling? Are you still selling the virtual pass? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still. You technically can still buy a virtual pass and get access right away. Uh, yeah, it's still still there. We. I don't know why we didn't stop it. Maybe we will stop it next week or so. I don't know. But uh, why turn that money? I'm not going to turn. Eh, I don't know. There's just something about it. Like it, I, I feel like I, I don't even know what it. It says virtual pass, right? Yes, it does say virtual pass. I don't know. It's just there's something about it that like I don't know. I kind of I kind of wouldn't mind ending ending the the selling of it at some point. So I'm doing this site, and there's a lot I want to do with it. A lot, like my my features list keeps growing and growing every Can't time I a video. Touch the not, no can't add favorite a video add to the list can't sort a video that's actually yeah that's actually very good good you can't sort you can't search uh, there's a lot of things you can't do yet um, and I find myself at a crossroads where Dimitri in our Discord you know hinted had started a conversation about Symphony with me again sure. and started pointing out some Symphony packages. Oh man, I finally start, spun start up over on Symphony. I finally spun up a uh, just a test little Symphony install. It's been so long since I've touched Symphony. I mean, when I when I first started doing framework, and I get there's a whole community out there of PHP people who just across the board say frameworks are bad and not to use them, and I think they have more of an argument nowadays with composer. I know a guy like that. It's funny. He's building a framework actually. Uh, now that you have composer, I think there's more of an argument that can be made for that, but I still don't necessarily admit. And when I started back with PC, because like I said, I had done it for a while. I taught myself. Everything I did was procedural. I was, I was having a lot of challenges getting my head around a lot of the object-oriented stuff that PHP was moving towards. And I, I moved on to Rails and then came back. And when I came back, that's when I really kind of went the way of framework. I had moved over to Rails, which I didn't really know Ruby, but I could kick out a Rails website really quick because of all the assistance that the framework was giving me. So I decided when I came back to PHP, I wanted a Rails-like framework PHP, and I had initially landed on PHP. And back then, there was a, I mean, the PHP framework landscape got really cluttered for a long time. I mean, there was Cake, there was Slim, which I think Slim was still a thing, there was Zen, there was Symphony, there was Code Igniter. There were, I mean, just like everybody and their mom had a PHP framework out. So I was pretty focused on take uh, PHP. And then, of course, obviously, through a recommendation of a friend, I moved on to Laravel. And once a lot of these other frameworks started catching up with a lot of the, the tool, tooling chain that Laravel was using, mainly like Composer, um, you know, I, I just, by that time, I, I had invested a lot of time in Laravel. didn't feel like going back to take. 
there wasn't like a lot for me to take. And I played a little bit with Symphony because I saw so much of Laravel or Symphony component. And I, I struggled like getting my head around that version of Symphony. I, I, I forget what version that was, but it was probably a couple of revs ago. You know, we're talking what, 10 years ago, uh, maybe longer. Yeah, longer. Yeah. So, so I kind of, I kind of tried, but it's like, okay, it wasn't feeling right for me. So I just kind of shelved it and just stuck with Laravel. I've spun up a symphony project this week. Man, man, it felt really good. Like really, <laughs> really good. Really familiar because of, of all the overlap with the way Laravel does things. And there's still a lot of, uh, Corkiness that it's just like anything, right? It's like it's not how I know how to do it. So, like immediately, I I I want to like push back against it. As right. Saying, okay. Why are they doing it this way? And start to understand it. And I think that's where I was this week. And I'm like, I got a lot running on my little, you know, test. Uh, why do you say check my audio settings? You sound a little bit weird. You're like cutting out. A little bit. Hmm. Okay. And I'm just rambling as well. Hmm. Let me see. Wi-Fi is off. I don't know. I don't know. That's better when you're closer. I think you might have been clipping the... You might not have been loud enough. Oh, okay. All right. So anyways, I got a lot done with my little test project in Symphony, and it was feeling really good. That I'm like, well, crap. I fired up Symphony Cast because Symphony Cast is a thing now, which it wasn't a thing the last time I tried to do Symphony. So I went and I started watching Symphony Cast videos. And of course, now I've kind of like tapped out of the free videos on Symphony Cast. And I'm like debating is like, okay, do I buy another membership to another Cast website? Or who's running Symphony Cast? Symphony, I believe. I, I believe it's the official Symphony thing, right? Now you got me questioning it. I don't know. Let me see. As long as it's, as long as it's not the Laravel team. And, and of course, this sends me. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. I, again, I don't know enough about Symphony, so some somebody feel free to correct me in Discord if I'm not right. But I believe this is this is a Symphony. I, I, I believe this is part of Symphony. Um, and they have a lot of videos on there, a lot of videos. So I, I burned through a lot, a lot of the, the free videos. I, I'm to a point now where I've got to des- decide whether or not I want to continue down this path because I, I'm about halfway through a doc, doc, doctrine video series and I've used up all my like free, like all, I watched all the free ones and like I'm not where I need to be where I feel comfortable using it. And of course, it's like the next video. I'm like you bastards! Just oh man! Oh, I will absolutely. This this is something I I stumbled onto this API platform, dude. Have you heard about this? Yeah. Like as a person who writes APIs, and thought I was very happy in doing it in Laravel, I'm watching these videos. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me here? Like this, the, this, uh, this framework, which is built on top of Symphony, I believe it's all Symphony, you know, blessed and I, I assume yeah. it's from the same team. This framework 
generates all your API documentation for you. It, it does, oh man, it does all this stuff that I'm like, why haven't I not been doing this? So I, th- this is actually what I'm, what I'm going through now is the, is the API platform because this the free part, the free part of the whole website. Yeah. 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 This is something like I'm thinking to myself, even if I, if I do stick with Laravel, like my API stuff, I still might move over to this because it just makes complete sense. Like, and that's the other thing, like, you know, Laravel, like there, there are a lot of Laravel packages out there and you know, nobody's knocking that. And there's a lot of symphony packages out there as well that um, aren't from the symphony team, but there's a lot of symphony packages out there from symphony, you know, like so much of their stuff. And it's so much stuff that other frameworks use. Yeah. So I don't know, man, I think to answer your question. Yeah. I've been wanting to have a, a pet project to kind of cut my teeth on on Symphony and PHP Tech TV I, is going to probably be that project. So I'm at a point now where the people who've paid for access to the videos can get to the videos and can watch the videos. And I'm real happy with how that turned out. Mm-hmm. Are there features I want to add? Absolutely. But there's not a lot of overhead. Like, I feel like because I can take Tailwind with me, which, you know, I'm, you know, I get more done with Tailwind than I have been with any other platform, which, by the way, Tailwind had a conference. When has a CSS framework ever had its own conference? Like, Uh, what the hell? I mean, granted, it was a one, I, I take it it was like a one day conference, but still, it's a CSS framework. Like, what are you holding a conference on? But um, I can bring Tailwind. Now, you know, mostly I, I love my LiveWire. And that's the part that's hurting me. There's, there are some, some kind of, I don't want to necessarily call them like LiveWire substitutes, but like Symphony has this like Symphony UX. They have, uh, uh, what's it called? Stimulus. They have Turbo. They have like all this stuff. None of it is like really, I feel like live wire replacement, but I also, I listened to the podcast from last week and I heard myself say it and I heard myself say it when I was saying it last week. I honestly feel like I use Laravel because I want to use live wire. And I started like freaking myself out a little bit about it. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Am I painting myself in a corner here? I mean, because there's like there's so many of those components can change. They all got to stay compatible with each other, and uh, so I'm trying. I'm, hot wire, huh? Hot wire. What's hot wire? Dreams. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there, and that, that's the thing. It's like I I I want to kind of get comfortable with another solution, and I kind of want to. It's something I've been like procrastinating on my entire development life is. Uh, really buying into some JavaScript. I kind of started to brush up against it with Vue, but then LiveWire came about, and I, t- I totally abandoned it. And I, and I think for as long as I'm in Laravel, I will completely abandon as much JavaScript as I can. And so, I don't know. I mean, I could use Vue with Symfony. I could use React, which is, I think, 
what I would be more leaning towards. I'll see how far I can get with what's out there. Um, as far as like the live wire replacement solutions and, but I'm, I'm trying to get comfortable with the idea of, you know, being okay with using more JavaScript. Like I should be like a big boy. Uh, I got more to talk about. I just got a glimpse at the time. I can't believe it is 940 already. That can't be right. Is that right? Holy God. Let's get some sponsors out of the way. We might actually blow through both of these right now. I got to find all the buttons again because everything's been moved around. All right. We're going to kick off with one sponsor with one of our sponsors. Hey, Woods, I'm sorry if it's a little too squealy for you. And now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Classic Tom. That did look infected. However, you probably should have somebody look at it. Oh, Hi. If you know me, you know I'm somebody who literally wears a lot of hats. I'm a podcaster, a publisher, and a coder. What I'm not is somebody who has a lot of time worrying if their site is giving their users problems. That's why I use Honey Badger. Now, let's be honest. Honey Badger is a sponsor of the podcast, but that's not why I feel good talking about them. I've been using Honey Badger for years and couldn't be happier. HoneyBadger has a suite of monitoring tools specialized for developers. It's the only system that combines monitoring, uptime, and cron heartbeat monitoring into a clean, fast interface. HoneyBadger offers a generous free tier, and with just two lines of code in about five minutes, you can start monitoring your application. Personally or professionally, it works for everybody. HoneyBadger can help you identify and fix problems sometimes before the user even knows there's an issue with your site. And at no cost to, to sign up, it's literally free for peace of mind. So go over to honeybadger.io and sign up for a free account today. What's going to hurt? If somebody asks you, tell them the Ugly Squad sent you. Now I got to get back to podcasting. I got these co-hosts I need to talk to. And they are co-hosts. I don't care what anybody says. I'm the host because I'm cooler than all of them. Thank you, Honey Badger. Guys, don't be rude. Think Honey Badger. Thank you. Thank you, Honey Badger. I I went back through Discord real quick. Uh, Yes, a few people have suggested that Alpine JS could go over to Symphony, and that is not off the table by any means. Uh, I I do like Alpine. I have learned a little bit of Alpine, um, but I don't know. Might want to do something bigger. I've also been notified by. I guess our studio producer that I've been rambling too much. Uh, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Has the producer never heard the show before? (laughs) Got to make sure the producer is not around anymore. Yeah. 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 I I have to, I have to get that off my chest before they get upstairs and hear what I said. (laughs) I'm not scared. You're scared. Uh, We've, we had a couple of recommendations for HTMX. I see that. I'm looking at that now. So that is not uh, Symphony uh, specific, it doesn't look like. No. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few things out there. So you see, uh, here, let me share that as well. Yeah, HTMX is what it's called. HTMX. Uh, yeah, that looks really interesting. Um, don't know anything about it, but I will keep it. I will keep this tab open and check it out later. And I'm, you know, 
I'm not completely opposed to just walking away from Livewire. I mean, not that I want to. And there's like so many other things in the Laravel ecosystem that I'm not looking forward to walking away from. I got my Livewire. You guys know I have been pounding the drum around filament. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know how Nova is still a pro, uh, uh, a uh, a product out there. Like, why would anybody use that when filament is out there? It's such a good solution. Now, Symphony has an admin package. the The cool thing, so filament does. I don't know if no, is, what's it called? Nova is that what the Taylor's admin panel is called? Nova? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I spent a very long time since I've used Nova, so I don't know if Nova does it. But Filament, you have the um, uh, ability to toss it a flag. I think it's, uh, I want to say it's like generate or something like that, where it will scaffold out your admin interface based on the model you're you're pointing to. And uh, it does a really good job at it. I, I just love Filament. Those guys, that uh, that project, they do such a great job. Uh, I that's another one of those packages. And in theory, I could keep filament. Like I could have my admin interface be a different site. It doesn't. I actually like that. I don't like having my admin interfaces attached to the main site. So like I I could have a completely separate standalone filament install somewhere that's administrating. PHP Tech TV or whatever site I need to, to do. But Symphony also has an admin package that mm-hmm. does a lot of scaffolding. And that's the other thing is like we talked about in the past, Symphony uh, works, uh, does a lot of uh, annotations and does a lot. It, it, it's able right. to figure out a lot of the code through that in Man, I don't know, man. I, I so I, I do know. Like, I'm going to take a serious crack at moving PHP Tech TV to Symphony and seeing, uh, seeing how, because that's the only way I'm going to know. Like, I need to find those rough edges, like the things that don't feel good. I'm sacrificing speed at that point because I can do a lot of things in Laravel like second nature. I mean, I don't really right. have to think through it and I'm going to have to get over that learning curve again with symphony where, okay, how do I do this? What, what's my command I have to run? And, ah, you know, that's just, it's not, I, there's no other way to, to learn it without doing it at this point. That's where I'm at with symphony. Like, I feel like I know everything I'm going to know about symphony without actually using it. And so now I, I just have to, I have that's to how I feel it. about cars. <laughs> like fixing cars. <laughs> yeah. So uh so yeah, I think that's it. I think I'm making a commitment to moving PHP Tech TV to a Symphony application and finishing off all the other little features I want then because I really have in in theory I have until tech twenty twenty four before I have to really worry about that. So. which is is a project I've long been interested in looking at as well as, you know, doing symphony based development. Is it, is it really much different than Laravel or. It really didn't feel nearly as different as I thought it was. 
Like, honestly, I mean, we talked about not using active records, which there is right. a package. There is an active records package, but, but, but doctrine but is just right. Doctrine is just the established way of doing things in symphony. I mean, Laravel is always saying, well, it's fine if you do it the Laravel way. I kind of feel like that would be the same argument with why you would use doctrine with symphony, because that's kind of the symphony way of doing it. Yeah. So I'm going to, now that's been really weird, like understanding. So I'm not, I'm not totally on board. There's a couple of ways to handle routes in symphony. And I'm definitely not liking the whole YAML file approach. Like symphony seems to like using YAML files for different things. And routes is is one of them. Huh? YAML is just the worst anything to write anything in. Right? I agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And uh, But you can also, as we've spoken about in the past, you can also add it through annotations on like controllers and things like that. And, of course, I'm kind of working through, like, okay, well, I know in Laravel, like, if I want to prioritize routes, like, if I want to say, okay, this route, you know, goes to the top, so if it gets hit, it fires, and I don't know how you do that in in symphony i'm sure there's a way to do it but i don't know how i don't know if, if that's one of those things where oh yeah if you want to prioritize your routes you you can't use annotations you have to use yaml or maybe the other way around you can't use yaml you have to use annotations i don't know i mean it's like like i said some of those rough edges i need to figure out and doctrine is going to be a big pill to swallow uh, as far as just like not not that i'm trying to avoid it just like there's a lot to learn there and it's a, a such a well-established way of uh, doing things so in doctrine or not doctrine um well yeah i guess doctrine yeah doctrine i guess would be the, the word ha- has a philosophy that i used to think applied to laravel which is basically as a developer you should not worry about what your database is like that should be transparent to you. It shouldn't, shouldn't really be relevant. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and doctrine really gets behind that. I don't think it's so much the case as, as I thought it was in Laravel. And we, we had made some missteps as a company with that because one of our clients that we worked on had another development team as well and they were we we were having a discussion about well you know what do we want to use for the for the database and we were kind of of the mindset back then is we're using laravel so we don't care what you use we're going to address the database the same way whether it's postgres or whether it's mysql and we learned that well we learned a couple things first thing that that wasn't really always the case. Uh, we ran into some edge cases, not really edge cases, we ran into some rough edges where we discovered, oh, right, yeah, this is Postgres. And then we also learned that when your client fires that other development team and you have to manage Postgres and you realize you don't know how to manage Postgres, yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I haven't been this excited about starting a project in a very long time and i'm really excited about this one that's one of the reasons why i've been rambling so much yeah i was gonna say it seems like uh you're more excited than when you started your your cyclical fish farm project (laughs) i'm hoping that this goes better than that 
hydroponics, man. Yeah, I still need to get. I need to get myself my little hydroponics pond. I, I got. Know, I got the land for it now. Words. <laughs> I love hydroponics. I had a hydroponic fish tank for the longest time, and it did really well. Except my cat kept eating the the herbs I was I was growing. Like <laughs> the damn herbs grow so quickly, and turn around the cat's like laying on top of them, just gnawing away. Damn it! So yeah, that's uh, that's exciting stuff. All right, I know we just got off of one of our sponsors. I'm trying to get us caught back up. I'm going to cut over to our little spin on PHP Storm and JetBrains. Thank you. Tools that we use as PHP developers. I want to thank JetBrains and PHP Storm for sponsoring. Uh, PHP Storm is a cutting-edge IDE tailored for PHP and web developers. If you haven't used it before or it's been a while since you've last tried it, now's the perfect time to check it out again because it has received significant performance improvements and an expanded feature set. Curious to see if it's the right fit for you? Head over to www.jetbrains.com slash phpstorm to learn more and try it out with a 30-day free trial. Code smarter, not harder. Thanks, PHP Thank Storm. You, PHP Storm. I got a question for you with PHP Storm, Tom. Yes, sir. Uh, the uh, You mentioned... Laracast, which I, I have something about Laracast as well. Laracast had a PHP Storm NeoVim uh, video series. I could not find that today. I looked for it. Are you sure you weren't looking at the NeoVim series? There's a whole NeoVim series, so, which is fantastic on Laracast. If if you've been curious about how good NeoVim can be, check out Jess's series on Laracast. It's pretty damn good, but uh, you know, yeah, I looked, I looked for it, and I didn't see it. Matter of fact, I, I actually committed today. Anybody who has been catching any of the merge PHP talks, I have committed to give a talk in December at merge PHP on my Vim configuration in in PHP Storm using Vim with PHP Storm. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. But that's what it's about. I'm going to get that done. I've been promising uh, Mike and a few other people that I would do a video for them, and I haven't gotten around to it. And now I will definitely do it. Uh, that that would be good. But yeah, I couldn't find a PHP Storm one, so uh, don't. I'm not meaning to put you on the spot. I'm just saying if maybe it was another another video series you were thinking of, or I don't I don't know what the story is, but. Uh, it was not on Laracast from what I could see. And Laracast, sure. so here's the thing. I know I said I was going to let you talk. I'm going to give you some more time to search why, why I ramble. I'm going to be buying a subscription to SymphonyCast. I mean, that's that's like a given at this point because I need to move forward if, if I'm making this commitment. I have a team account on Laracast where I'm paying for so many seats, which I, even that I think I can reduce now. Um, but I used to be able, I could have sworn I used to be able to go on there and see when the last time people from my team used their account. Mm, um, I don't see that now, but what I do see is that people from my team, with the exception of one developer really don't use the account by based on their, uh, their scores. Uh, they have this whole, I don't, it's not a ranking system. It's like, 
I don't know, they like gamify. Every time you watch a video, you get like four points or whatever it is. And um, we have one developer who is above my score, which is saying a lot. Then everybody else is like, like I don't. I, we got a couple of people who have never even watched a video. I got a, a, a few people who've probably watched a few at one time. So I'm like, why am I paying for this? Like, I need a. I I could probably save money. The one developer who uses Laracast get paying for them to have a lifetime membership to Laracast would still be cheaper than what I pay every year for the entire PHP Architect team to have access to Laracast and not use it. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. And it just everybody at PHP Architect, you've been you've been put on notice. If you're not using your Laracast account. It might be going bye-bye. I mean, if they don't use it, they won't really care. I shouldn't have said anything. Like, I should have just canceled <laughs> it and see see who said, hey, I tried logging into my Laracast account. Doesn't seem to work. All right. Did you find it? No, I can't find it either. Okay. All right. Well, I was weird. Then. Yeah. No big deal. All right. I've been told I need to shut up for a little while. Well, we should. We should give a little shout out to... Uh, all of our sponsors on Patreon. We can do that. Our patrons, patrons on Patreon. What do you got going on, man? I got another topic we can talk about. And uh, if you're listening to us and want to join in on the conversation, you can always join in with us at discord.phpugly.com. That'll throw you right into the Discord server, and you can chat with us. And it's a great little community. And our supporters on Patreon. Look at that. It still says June. What What are you doing, Tom? Why haven't you updated this? I just haven't been keeping track. God damn it. It's not vacation time. It really knocked you me had out. one job to do, and this was not it. But still. <laughs> Shoot, I got to update that. Damn it. But uh, It says June lie. You can't see the bottom of it. That's right. That's right. Good, good save. Good save. Uh, if you're in or if you're one of our supporters on Patreon at patreon.com slash phpugly, you actually have access to a very special channel in our Discord. So that's a thing. Very. It's it's sort of like a quiet room to sit where no one can bother you. Yeah, exactly. So th- this kind of leads into like special accounts. Like uh, conversation is going to have me lead it, lead into this next story. Um, this uh, I, I released PHP Tech TV, and I didn't post about it on the PHP Tech or even the PHP Architect official handles either on Patreon, on Patreon, on Twitter or Mastodon. Uh, I just posted it on my personal handle on Mastodon. Because that's where I do most of my posting now if I'm going to post to social media. Unless I'm replying to somebody on one of the other platforms. And did you catch... I don't know why this didn't occur to somebody sooner. But Meta released threads. Have you seen this? (laughs) I saw. 10 million users in one day. Right? Like... Mastodon, as a as a geek, as a developer, I was excited about Mastodon and Mastodon getting some traction, and then all these others started popping up. What was the uh, Twitter one we talked about last week? Uh, Blue Sky. Blue Sky, the the 
Jack Dorsey. Is this Jack Dorsey's? Yeah, yeah it Jack is. Dorsey and from it's, Twitter. It's funny because I, I see the app on my phone every once in a while when I open it up and I look at it and go, what is Blusky? <laughs> oh, so, Blue Sky, right. So Meta, which is Facebook, who bought Instagram, said to themselves, hey, we should get a slice of this pie. I think they were, they might have been like fighting it internally because they're like, well, we already have our social media platform. It's Facebook. But I think somebody came to their senses and said, no, we have a, the Twitter audience. We have an Instagram. So let's just say, hey, if you have an Instagram account, you're on threads. Like, let's just do that. Yeah. It's a brilliant move. And I think, I honestly think that if somebody can replace Twitter, I think it's going to be Threads. As much as I love Mastodon, and I, I did some reading on this, Threads, they're they're at least teasing the idea that they're going to be Mastodon compatible in one of their really? upcoming versions. Yeah. So their their plans for their this platform is to tie into Mastodon. And it's like, why wouldn't you do that? Like it's uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not I'm sorry. I said Mastodon to be more specific, the Fediverse, which is what Mastodon right. is on, but it's the Fediverse. And I'm thinking to myself, yes, exactly. Why wouldn't you do that? Fine. Have your proprietary social media or social network, but leverage the Fediverse. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. So it comes with a free Kevin Federline. <laughs> uh, that is uh, apparently in the works. I don't know if it ever will come to fruition or not. But because well, of that reason, my, I'm my I'm getting my I'm my money is backing threads. So this is this is on top of a terrible day for Twitter because this was the same day that Twitter said, "All right, you can't read Twitter unless you're logged in." All right. If you go more than 600 messages and you're a new account, you're done reading for the day. Oh, yeah. I didn't even see. That, <laughs> I didn't even get impacted by that because I don't use Twitter anymore. Well, but somebody like, of course, somebody made a speed run of Twitter now. And they they can go from creating an account to used up the limit within two and a half minutes. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so what? And I also I also have now this, this impacts me because. When I do use Twitter, I use TweetDeck, and I'm seeing, why are we getting two posts now? Interesting. Uh, I, I am seeing, oh, I know why. Crap! I forgot to change my code. Uh, they're saying that TweetDeck is going to become a Twitter Blue only uh, service. Like, you can only use TweetDeck if you have Twitter Blue. Oh yeah, and because of the API changes, like the free versions are all garbage. No, I don't think even I don't think that's even it. I think it's just they they see the power and the benefit of TweetDeck and like, yeah, no, we're just gonna give that to our paying customers. We're not gonna let anybody use it. Because TweetDeck is from Twitter. Like that's Twitter's they own TweetDeck. They make that. So I think it's just them saying, Yeah, if you really want to use the fancy TweetDeck yeah, you're going to have to pay us, which actually brings up an interesting question <laughs> because I have Twitter Blue on the PHP Architect account. 
And TweetDeck allows you to have multiple accounts. That's part of the thing that TweetDeck does. So if I have, if one of my accounts is a blue account, then can all my accounts use TweetDeck? I don't know. I'll let you know if it, if I well, run into it. And this is the thing is you're not running an organization account either. You've got a, just a normal Twitter user account. If you're an organization, that Twitter blue subscription is a thousand dollars a month. What's an organization? Like I'm talking about PHP like, architect is where I have my Twitter blue account. Yeah. Like, uh, like a, a company. We uh, like to think like of like Oreos or Wendy's. Yeah. Yeah. What? They have to have an organization account and it costs them a thousand bucks a month. What? Are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Well, don't tell Twitter that. It's, it's so weird. And then it, it turns out in blocking in blocking people from viewing Twitter, they screwed up their own system so that uh, uh, people who had browsed past the limit would start accidentally uh, DDoSing Twitter's servers. Because <laughs> their, their own... <laughs> Yeah, because their own their own page had JavaScript that said like, "Hey, hit refresh if you get a four hundred or something." Like, keep loading it. So it just cyclically kept everyone who had finished the read reading all they could just started hammering the servers. Oh, yeah, it's it's bizarre, and you know, all of these moves come after like what seems like a minute's thought. Mm-hmm. And and Elon said like, "Well, this is because of excessive scraping and et cetera." And it's like, well, you know what would help with the, the load on that? A public API. <laughs> that would that would really help with the scraping problem. Yep. Yep. It's ridiculous. Right. I'm done talking, man. You, you, you carry the rest of the show. I, I've, I feel like I, I've dominated the show. Do we have, I mean, let's see. Did we discuss Red Hat? No. What's going on with Red rules? Hat? What? Uh, Red Hat has decided to continue to use the customer portal to share source code with our partners and customers while treating the CentOS stream as the venue for collaboration with the community. But what that means is that for the for the uh, people who build their own, they they roll their they roll their own Linux distro. Uh-huh. They can no longer automate getting access to the source code. They have to access it through what? this hub, which is a paid service. And oh, there are a lot on, of questions about the legality of this because they make changes to the Linux kernel. They're supposed to publish those for free, unredacted. Um, so there's there's uh, Rocky Linux and Alma Linux. Mm-hmm. Um, they believe that they have figured out a way to channel around this build pipeline issue and continue releasing their operating system. But it's a, it's a strange move for uh, Red Hat to sort of just say, you know, we're going to pull out of the, the doing things the right way market. I just, Mm. it's, it's very, the, so the GPL states that they have to publish. I just, uh, yeah, it's funny because Way back in the day, Red Hat was like the distro I settled on. Where I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm you know this is my Linux distro now. I'm only gonna, I'm only going to be a Red Hat user. I don't even know of any other distros out there worth looking at." And uh, 
yeah, I quickly abandoned them. <laughs> I mean, and it happened. It happened right around the time they, you know, they essentially did away with their desktop, right? I didn't abandon them as much as they abandoned me, right? They did away with their desktops. Oh, yeah, if you want the desktop, you've got to go do uh, Fedora, right? Wasn't that what it was called? Wait, yeah. what was the... It was Fedora, yeah. The Fedora was going to be the open source version of Red Hat, and CentOS was going to be the server open source version of Red Hat, and Enterprise would use Red Hat, Red Hat. And, and I was like, yeah, no, that's too many... Too many hats in my closet. I don't. I don't need that. Right, and now they have they they have this reputation of buying up open source projects and sort of keeping them half free, half not. Like uh, Ansible is one of the things that they own, which is open source. But Ansible Tower is their private version, which has oh. a bunch of extra features and a bunch of right. components that you would want if you could buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they do a lot of that stuff and I don't know I mean like the, the practice of buying an open source project to try and mon- monetize it seems like a shaky foundation to build anything company mm-hmm. as a company but they've done it mm-hmm. I mean it's yeah it's a hard argument to have I mean it's kind of it's kind of the same the same argument can be made with I don't think so, actually. I, I don't want to say that. I was going to say the same argument with me with Twitter, but that's that's a whole different beast, right? They had a revenue model based on uh, advertising. But like an open source, like you want open source to stay around. You want it to be sustainable. But at some point, you know, there has to be a price put on things and and people won't pay that price unless they don't, get all the bells and whistles without it. You know, like if they get the same bells and whistles through the f- pure open source implementation of something, they weren't, they're not going to pay for it. No matter how good they of a community member they want to be, you'll, you have a very small minority of people like me, right? I'm probably, I'm the only person I know of who actually donated to the donation that the uh, creator of them wanted you to do- donate to, which is the children of Uganda or something. Uh, I remember donating because that's how I am. Like, I'm just like, okay, these people put a lot of work in this. It's the only thing they're asking for me, but the, for the majority of people, they're not going to do that. I mean, it's hell, tough. It's a problem to getting money. Right. Which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I would say that's sad to see, but I thought that, Years ago, I think, and I remember thinking to myself, "Yeah, I think they're like putting the nails in their coffin." Red Hat, talking about Red Hat, I remember thinking, "Yeah, with the whole CentOS, Fedora, Red Hat debacle where they started splintering all these things off," I thought they were just like they they were they were going to die after that, and they survived. They thrived. I mean, Red Hat is a force in the market, especially the enterprise market still today. So it's not like it's, and that's the thing that gets me. It's not like they're, at least as far as I know, they're not a struggling company. I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, lordy, lordy. What else we got? I'm trying not to call you out. I I, I don't want to snipe one of your things, but you have, you have a card here that just seems to be right on topic with what we were talking about, and you seem to be avoiding it. The IBM 
No, the one underneath the IBM. Laravel considered harmful? <laughs> yeah, what is that? I, I honestly don't know. I haven't looked at it. Uh, so, Oh, this is just a Reddit post? This is a Reddit post where where somebody comes out and basically says, here's all the things that are wrong with Laravel. Uh, and then in the uh, sort of final part of the post, he changes gears and says, also, here's the problem with the community, the Laravel community. And oh, really? Like, oh, just... I just guy gets completely murdered. Murdered. It's it is. Oh, in in the comments. In the comments, in another uh, post, someone someone posted uh, considered harmful <laughs> essays. Considered harmful. Uh, <laughs> that's actually great. Yeah, the, these you know why why Laravel sucks? Why Laravel's bad? Why these things? These things have been around since Laravel for you know, really took off. I, it's just, it's so funny. It's so funny to me to find people who are still this into breaking down Laravel. Like I, I get it. I, I have this hang up over Laravel's Semver thing. Uh, and I'd be happy if it got fixed or addressed in any way whatsoever. Now would be the perfect time to do it. Going up to 10, just start right here. Just cut it off. But to like to spend days breaking down like macroable traits are bad uh functions don't have a namespace i i mean i honestly wonder if anybody's ever read one of these articles and been like oh yeah you know he's right i'm not going to use laravel uh, yeah. yeah the only people who read these and like agree are people who already don't care for laravel <laughs> i just I don't get it, man. I mean, I've, I, I'm, I've always said that I feel like I'm one of the most honestly, one of the more honest skeptics of Laravel when Laravel has something to be called out about it. But you know, well, but then to like to end the article where you've you've done a technical breakdown of all of this stuff, to end the article with also Taylor Otwell's super cringy Twitter isn't isn't funny like he thinks it is and uh <laughs> facades are not good code and that's somebody who like i feel like that's somebody and i don't know this person and i haven't read their article so i'm just talking out my ass here but i feel like that would be somebody who tried to get into the laravel community and thought that everybody was going to like just bow to him for his genius or their genius and they tried to do that, and he, they probably he probably they probably had the door shut in their face, and and now they're pissed. I don't know. <laughs> and that's how I see it playing but, out in my head. But it it reminds me it reminds me of another, I'll say, troll poster. And it just the the attitude of don't ask, don't offer help, don't give suggestions, just criticize code. Right. That you have mm-hmm. not worked on, mm-hmm. and and focus on facades for three paragraphs. Something that is no longer a required component in Laravel and hasn't been for, I'll call it eight years. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be, you had to write a facade for a service if you're if you were spinning up something new, you had to write a facade for it. 
Mm-hmm. And now it's like, no, you don't. That's we right. sort of got rid of that. We don't teach it in the instructions anymore. It's just, and who, yeah. God, who cares? Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. It's like it, if if you're gonna if you're gonna criticize Laravel like I've done in the past, like we all done it, right? But like, show your mustard, right? I mean, like, if if you haven't, if you if if you don't, if you don't explain to me why I should think you understand Laravel, I I'm not going to care that you have criticisms about it. Like me, for somebody who's been using Laravel for over ten years, for me to have a criticism about Laravel, I feel like should carry some weight. It doesn't, but I feel like it should. But also, I you know I've praised Laravel and Laravel projects like LiveWire, like Filament, that you know I get behind. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't. I don't have time for people or or posts like this anymore. And I think the only people who do are people who just don't. Well, I'm surprised like- that I'd be surprised to see how many people who like Laravel, it, it, like the opposite side of that record is don't. Like if you're if you're a supporter of Laravel, don't engage. Like don't go in these comments thinking you're going to change that person's mind. I mean, only people that can do that is us. We changed fucking Steve's mind thinking we were jerks, and now look at fucking Steve. Yo, fucking Steve hated us. I thought he hated us. us. Well, but I mean, he hates us in a more loving way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know. Traits should be used with caution because it'll bloat your classes. Like, no shit. And and the, everywhere that traits are used in Laravel core, the framework, makes sense there. Mm-hmm. Like, adding the trait soft delete to a bottle instantly gives it soft delete handling. That's a great trait. Shut up. Uh, the container interface is almost useless. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah I don't don't have time for it. I have time for this craziness. Uh, well, I was looking at the other. I was looking at the other article I've got here. IBM plans to replace seventy eight hundred jobs with AI over time. Pauses certain hiring. Pauses hiring certain positions. Really? So, kind of this uh, along the same line. Do we care about this? By the way, are we surprised by this? Or? No. I mean, isn't this the same? Every technology, you know, is, is going to replace so many. There's a WordPress plugin, you know, that that adds a little "Hi, how can I help you?" thing in the bottom corner. Uh-huh. Like ChatGPT just made it better. It didn't. It, it's not going to yeah. replace. That's like Laracast. Laracast has an AI bot now. Yeah, I, I, I feel what it's called. It's something funny, like Jeff. Not Jeffrey. Jeffrey would have made too much sense. Actually, what the hell is it called, Tom? I don't know, Weffrey? No. Actually, maybe that is it. I hell if I remember. I stumbled onto it. I don't even know how the hell I stumbled onto Larry. it. Larry. Larry, there you go. Yeah, Larry. That makes that that's you know, you hear the name Larry, you just think that's an AI engine right there. Larry. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. But I am very impressed with the JetBrains AI. Not only does it do code for you. Better than chat. Is this GPT. the new one that just got released? It's in the uh, EAP uh, edition, uh, release of PHP Storm. So it's in the EAP. 
they're not charging for it yet, but I can't see them not charging for this when it officially gets released. Like this is just it's too powerful of a tool for them not to try to get some coin from it. Just say it's part of the package. Mm, I don't think so. I, I mean, the, those guys at JetBrains, the, the, they're the nicest company. They do a lot. This is just like a golden goose scenario. Like you don't just give this away. I would be just floored. If they gave this away when it's officially released, I will state right now, I will use PHP Storm from here on out. That's not true. I'm lying. <laughs> but but not only does it do a better job than ChatGPT, and I I assume it has a better like PHP Storm's version. So it's JetBrains AI. So it's for all their ADI their IDEs. But I assume that it has a better understanding of each of their IDEs language. So for PHP Storm, it would be PHP. But I am confident, kind of like what you said about uh, uh, Copilot, which I never necessarily agreed with you on, but I think it's happening with JetBrains. It understands your project. Like it understands the code in your project. It gives you answers based on that code. I had a problem. I had a problem. Matter of fact, I need, I could use somebody's help with this. Actually, I had a problem where I was trying to write a uh, service provider. And for whatever reason, I could, the service provider wasn't reading in my configuration settings. And I've done this before. Like I've created service providers before and I don't know what I was missing. I'm clearly missing a step, but I went to JetBrains AI and I asked it the same thing. Like, hey, I'm trying to write this service provider. And I like looked at my code. It's like, okay, write, you know, the you know, write this code. Right, use this code. And I used the code it suggested. The only thing it did was uh it pulled out the uh configuration reading from the service provider uh and put it into the service itself, which I was okay doing because it's a very niche service. So it's not like I'm using the server, the service provider with a bunch of services. It's a one-to-one sort of thing. So I'm like, okay, I don't care if the reading the configuration settings is in the service provider or the service. It really doesn't really matter. So I went ahead and did it. And of course that worked, but I still don't understand why when I was putting it in the service provider, it wasn't working. So that was my frustration. Well, Good news, because OpenAI has made ChatGPT4 publicly available today. Oh, so really? All, all of your OpenAI-based ChatGPT stuff is about to get a lot smarter. Wow. And you know, uh, ChatGPT now has, um, are they calling them plugins? There's like plugins or something. Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure they're called plugins. I didn't I didn't see any that I would be interested in using. A lot of them are just like, I don't know, messaging AI plugins and nothing nothing that really kind of tickled my fancy, but there is a there's clearly a plugin architecture behind ChatGPT. Yeah, somewhere. So that that's cool. That could be very very cool. I like yeah, your suggestion. Like PF, uh, Tom, uh, PHP ugly 
considered harmful? That's a good one. Yeah. If you want to make a title suggestion and you're in a Discord at discord.phpugly.com, all you have to do is write exclamation point, title, all kind of one word, and then whatever you want your title to be. And that bot will grab it and we will review all the titles after the show. So, which is probably coming very soon. Very soon. I feel like. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're an hour 30 in. Uh, probably a good time. You got anything else you want to talk about then? I don't. All right. I'm going to make you get, I'm going to, I'm going to piss you off, but I'm going to wait to at, for the after show to, to uh, piss you off. Oh, uh, it's, it's, I think, I think this is going to be a uh, real, real triggering for you, uh, Tom. <laughs> I feel like uh, looking forward to it. Okay. That I think is going to do it. Another extended version of PHP Ugly, episode 342 is in the book. I'm Eric. I'm Tom. Keep it up. Keep it up. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet. Unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to PHP, the ugly. It's called ugly because it's not professional. But I'm about to come through and bless it with style. So let's do it when I'm spitting. I perfume the room. Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom. That came from Thomas. Yeah, can nobody go beyond this? I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise. Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish. We talking about the PHP, the programming language. About to break it down, no exaggeration. What do y'all do for a living? Web application. Okay, I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they gettin' together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing, keep it ugly We ending every show with the saying it's lovely Let's go Yeah, come on